Hello and welcome to episode 16 of the Everlasting Essences podcast. My name is Lindsay Listro and I am the host of this podcast. Today I want to come in and talk to you guys uh, specifically about what is in my toolbox um, when it comes to mental health. And, the, and also, this is going to be a little different. I'm actually taking a Facebook Live break for today. Um, it just happens that there's a lot going on. And for me and my mental health, I'm just taking a night off from Facebook. But I am committed to um, specifically uploading to you guys because, let's be honest, uh, podcasting is a little bit different than doing a Facebook Live. <laughs> so anyways, I wanted to talk about... Um, a couple of tools in my toolbox. I was in one of my team chats today and somebody was bringing up um, basically effects of burnout and I was asking her a bunch of questions and it just came to that, you know, it sounds like you might need to dig into your mental health toolbox and pull out some tools to be able to, you know, work through and she's like, toolbox, what do you mean? So I, I talk in a lot of metaphors. I have terminology and wordage that I've noticed that not everybody really comprehends or understands, which I, not do, not that I expect anybody to, but I wanted to go ahead and talk about what a, what is, what a mental health toolbox looks like. It's not a toolbox that you have in your garage. It's not like with screwdrivers or anything like that, but it is a running list that I have um, I have a lot of it written down. One really fun thing that I did, and I thought about it today. I was like, "Ooh, I'm should I want to do that again?" So grab a mason jar and write down all the different forms of self care, or things that lift my spirit, that help me walk through life. It's a it's a form of self care. You know, I go dig into this p- toolbox to pull out different tools, different things different items of self-care really to work through things. So I just wanted to give you guys a list of, um, I think they're 10. I'm going to call it 10. I don't, I don't know if it is 10, but I did write these down because they automatically came up and this really does piggyback off of, um, the most underrated tool, my toolbox of automatic writing that I do, um, stream of consciousness. This is just a lot, uh, another add-on to it because my toolbox may not fit your toolbox, but some of the things that I bring up, you definitely could give a shot and a try. Um, For me, the more tools that I have in my toolbox, the more successful I will be. But there could be a project or something coming up where I need a new tool to be able to complete the project. It's the same thing here. There may be stuff coming up in my life where I need extra tools in my toolbox that I don't currently have. So the only way to learn these new tools is to go to other people and ask them what they do for self-care. What do you do to lift your spirits? And so for me, automatic writing, stream of consciousness. We have journaling. So journaling includes bullet journaling. Journaling includes brain dubs. So um, journaling is just like more of an umbrella. Automatic writing stream of consciousness is a little bit more laser focused, but journaling in general. For me, sewing. The sound of a sewing machine is extremely soothing. Not everybody has a sewing machine. Not everybody enjoys sewing. A lot of I know a lot of people that don't even enjoy crafting or creating things and that is totally totally fine for me though 
if I'm like super stressed and I need that, even that sound, it's a very soothing sound for me. So sewing is one of mine. Walking. I have found that more recently than not, I will, um, when I can't sleep or I'm stressed, specifically more at night because I live in central Florida and it's a little sticky and hot here during the day when the sun is shining. But specifically at night, I will actually walk around my block in my neighborhood by myself, sometimes barefoot, just depending on what um, the situation is. But I'll just walk around outside. Another example is doing henna on myself. I don't know if I've really have shown or I know I haven't talked about this on the podcast. Um, and I don't really talk about it very often. But if you go look at some of my past pictures, um, actually one of my the pictures from the beach for my birthday trip in August, I have henna drawn on me. I will take henna, um, tube henna that you can get from, for me, my, I, I haven't found it around here, but my sisters will bring me, um, tubes of henna from the Indi- uh, Indian supermarket and I will draw symbols on myself or I'll draw henna on myself. It's very earthy, very connecting, very soothing. And for me, as much as I want to get a tattoo, I still have never bit the bullet. So I just do henna tattoos instead. And it, and it, you know, fuels that, that weirdness inside myself of wanting to get a tattoo, but actually not getting one because I'm a little too chicken. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. Um, so doing henna tattoo is henna tattoos on myself is one. The next one is taking a shower. For me, this is like the number one go-to. If I'm in a funk, regardless if I've taken a shower that day or not, I go take a shower. It is very cleansing. The water itself is a very cleansing action. I can use it as a visualization to let my worries go down the drain. It is just such a physically emotionally, mentally, and spiritually cleansing activity to do a reset for myself. So it's a wonderful tool in our toolbox. Here's another one that's a little different, putting on new clothes. So for me, I I get up in my head of like, I wear the same bra, underwear, shirt, pants, socks, shoes per day. Like I don't, I'm not a type of person to like switch out clothes, except for if I'm switching from work clothes to home clothes. I have every right within myself. It was just this weird type of thing that I put myself in a box about it. I have every right within myself. If I'm feeling funky and I want to change and lift my spirits, I can go to my wardrobe and pick out a new outfit and take the clothes off and put it back on. Now, if I go like eight outfits in one day, that's a little, for me, that's a little excessive and probably... If I want to change my outfit eight different times, it's it's time to dive into different tools in the toolbox, let's be real honest. However, going and switching out my clothes will change the energetic vibration that I'm experiencing at that moment. So putting on a new pair of clothes, putting on clean clothes specifically, calling a friend for me literally grabbing the phone and dialing the number, not just calling on like Facebook messenger or sending a voice memo. No, it's dialing your phone number and saying, Hey, I'm having a rough day. I'm reaching out because I just want to connect with you and be present with you. Can you please tell me how your day is going? Cause I love and appreciate you right now. And I just want to connect with you. 
I promise you, whoever is on the receiving end of that phone call is going to be so receptive. If and, and if they don't have the time for you, they will be like, I don't have the time right now, but I will call you back as soon as I do. Thank you for calling me. I love and appreciate you too. Like, it's just one of those for me. I have a circle of friends and that's just what I we do with one another. The next one is going out for coffee. I know with with our pandemic COVID times, it's a little bit more difficult, but definitely going out for a cup of coffee. I have always been in this mindset. Um, it's a very scarcity mindset of like going for coffee is a waste of time and money, but in all actuality is an experience for me. So I'm not like I like my fruit fruit coffees, but overall, especially now drinking keto creams with my coffees, I will actually just go get a black cup of coffee and put my keto cream in it and spend some time with a friend or even by myself where I'll listen to a podcast or it's so great to go and read a book. Um, even if it's just outside grabbing the coffee, doing something, something for myself, it's something small, simple and sweet that I can do for myself. Another one for me is riding a roller coaster. I know this is not something that everybody has access to, but this is something that I do have access to. Just getting my, so think about it this way, getting your adrenaline pumping makes a huge, huge, huge difference. All right. So for me, it is an adrenaline junkie type of thing. Plus, I'll be honest, living in Orlando has its perks. I get to go to the land of the mouse whenever I want to because I have an annual pass. And so for me, it's a, it's a double whammy of utilize what you have around you to your advantage and use them. For me, I live in Orlando, and so I'm going to utilize my annual pass, and I try to raise that adrenaline endorphins every once in a while. Um, it's not something that I have to do every day, but I definitely utilize it in my self-care routine. This one is a, is, is a double one putting my toes in sand or putting my toes in grass, grounding specifically. There's something about sand I connect really, really well with, and it's more of a grounding grounding technique than grass. I don't have sand always with me all the time. I mean, I do. There's some like natural sand in the yard, but I'm talking about like beach and lake sand. (laughs) It's a little different where you get sand in places that you don't like to put, get sand in places, but definitely grounding, putting our, our toes on the earth, um, there's even science shown about the ions going from the earth to your feet and giving you, oh my goodness. Sorry, I've got I've got Mr. Edward behind me. I've got my pup behind me. He's like, mommy, I want to go to bed. Almost almost there, buddy. We have a couple more, couple more things. But yes, it, there's about the ions going from the earth into us. And it is, it's 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 a scientifically proven grounding and and neutralizing of energies within ourselves. The next one is yoga. I don't have a a consistent yoga practice. I have a yoga practice, but not a consistent yoga practice. So for, for me, I find it very, very wonderful, especially like when I'm at work, I will actually do different stretching yoga poses and it actually centers me really, 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 really well. So that is just something um, at home, breathing, yoga, I just highly recommend it to anybody who wants to start a meditative practice, who wants to move their body at the same time. It's just a double whammy. You get benefits of both all at once. I'm not a yoga instructor, but I have 
so many friends who are and they're amazing and they have online courses for you to do and I highly recommend them. The next one is breaking a sweat. It goes back to raising your endorphins, breaking a sweat, raising our blood pressure. I enjoy walking because just getting your blood pre- like your blood plumping, you do it. For, I do it for cardiovascular health. Just get it enough to get a break a sweat. You know, it's it's easy to do that here in a humid Central Florida area, but just get that blood pumping. And and I always tell myself it's for cardiovascular health. Let's let's be real, you guys. Cardiovascular health is no joke. Heart disease is no, like number one killer in America. And if I can go outside 30 minutes every day, break a sweat, and help reduce my risk, I'm going to do it. And then, lastly, meditation, which I talked briefly in yoga, but meditation can be in so many different forms. And so, for me, meditation, it can be guided meditation, it can be a walking meditation. I think it's very meditative to do something that is repetitive over and over again, where I can let my mind easily wander. And then when it wanders, I can pull it back to whatever the repetitive task is. And I keep note of what my mind is wandering to, to then journal about it. Because if my mind is naturally wandering to different things, that is the stuff that I need to focus and and dive deeper about why this particular thing is popping up in my head. So I think that's 10 different things in my spiritual toolbox that I'm, or not my spiritual toolbox, my mental health toolbox that I wanted to share with you guys today. I hope you get some value from this. If you do, please take a screenshot of this, head over to Instagram stories, tag me in it, tell me what your favorite tool in your toolbox is and let me know. I'm really curious. Also to let you guys know we are on Apple Podcasts. If you can go over to Apple Podcasts and give this a five star review over there and don't forget to leave a comment so I can see who you are. And when we hit 25 five star reviews, I will be doing a giveaway. So I love and appreciate each and every one of you and I will see you. Well, not see you. I will talk to you guys tomorrow.